Hi, and welcome to the Peanut Gallery Podcast with Emily and Tegan. This is our first ever um, episode of the podcast. Not our first time trying to have an episode, but it is our first official episode of this podcast. Yeah, we actually tried to record this last week, but um, the audio was just so fucked and you guys did not deserve a half-assed product i don't think it was really heartbreaking to not post that because we did put so much love into it but Mm -hmm. then i just realized i really wanted something quality to come out for you guys and she felt the same way and so we're going to redo this podcast for you guys and talk about different things than we did the first time and hang out yeah i'm very excited (laughs) i'm a little bit more nervous this time because this is like the official but it's gonna be great i'm excited for our time together today welcome to the peanut gallery (laughs) I do want to say why the name is The Peanut Gallery, you guys have been asking, because I've mentioned on my TikTok a few times, like, oh, it's The Peanut Gallery Podcast, and we were going between a few different names, and we fell onto Peanut Gallery because when we thought about us as people, Mm -hmm. we never shut up. The whole point of The Peanut Gallery saying is, like, enough from The Peanut Gallery. It's kind of like... Or you're almost, like, expecting something to be said from The Peanut Gallery. It's like... Um, and historically, um, it just means like the the part of the crowd that causes a lot of ruckus and the poor people. The, yeah, basically the poor loud people, which is exactly what we are. And right. We just wanted to pay a little homage to being poor loud bitches. Yeah. And also, I think it's just cute. There's so much you can do mm-hmm. to play with the peanut gallery. Oh yeah. Idea. And peanuts are just cute. Peanuts are cute. Who doesn't love a good peanut? We have a little peanut here with us today. This is my dog Pepper. Yeah. Last time we did our podcast, she was begging to come into the door the whole time. So mm-hmm. I figured this time around she'll just she, she could just be here. Just she's she's a good girl. She's a good little fat girl. And um, if you want to go cruelty free, uh, she says thanks. <laughs> it's for Pepper, actually. It's actually only for Pepper. Every other dog can. Just kidding. Just get their <laughs> just get their skin burned off. <laughs> it's fine. No big deal. Um, we do really want to start this podcast and. We were like, this is like the first time I've ever decided, like, yeah, I'm doing it. Like, I've told so yeah. many friends, like, oh, my God, we'd be so funny. Yeah, podcast. I feel like you just laugh hard with, like, one of your friends one time. And you're like, dude, we're so funny. Let's have a podcast. But when Emily asked me, I was like, yes, 100%. 100%. I think that Tegan is one of the only friends. That, this is Tegan, by the way. I've mentioned her in a thousand stories. I know I said her name at the beginning, but I want to reiterate. I have mentioned her in so many stories. She's my friend that had a boyfriend that was a murderer. Um, and we'll talk about that later down the line. But she's my friend that I've mentioned a million times in my story time. She went to New York City with me for the Glossier event. Perfect. And we just get on. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just I just get on lovely with you. We so. just get on like two peas in a little pod, right? Yeah. yeah. Like two peanuts in a shell. <laughs> That's actually perfect. We can say that's why we made the name. Yeah. But I actually just scratched everything we said before that. We're actually rich and we never talk, actually. (laughs) No, but um, we laugh together. We can get into some deep Mm -hmm. stuff. And I think that's the perfect thing to have for a podcast. You want to be able to laugh, but you also want to be able to talk about the hard hitting stuff. Yeah, we do have a lot of the same opinions, but our thought processes to get to those opinions are different. So I think it's it's cool to see another perspective. And she always is good for giving me another perspective so the weird thing is we do share so many of the same opinions it is interesting like i could have gone the route of having someone on right like that like has completely different opinions from me and we could have like the frenemies vibe yeah but those end so terribly every time and you can feel it the tension on screen can sometimes be so uncomfortable to watch yeah and you can't really have you know different political views with a friend i, I feel like i agree I because think everyone... a lot of it boils down to human rights human rights so um we should have a soundtrack that says something (laughs) human rights every time time i talk about republicans right but i just feel like i don't know i feel like we're a really good match and when you said perfect match when you (laughs) when you um asked me like i said before like it was just a no-brainer like yeah i'm also um a stay-at-home mom so this gives me a little bit of purpose every week like something to actually like Get ready, get cute. Like, I know, like, on whatever day we're going to film. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just gives me a little bit of structure outside of just being a mom. Because that's I pretty much all I do. I think that that's also something, like, we could have differing opinions, but we have different, we're at different stages in life, which makes us different enough that it's, it's still interesting. Yeah. I also really appreciate that when I became a mom, 
I mean, the friends I have around me now, like, shout out them, but, like, Emily especially, she didn't make me feel, like, unrelatable. Like, you don't make me feel like, like, a different person. You know what I mean? Like, you know yeah. at the core I'm still Tegan. Yes. And, like, even though I'm at a different stage, like, we still can relate on so many things. And I just feel like... I don't know. I just, I just really appreciate you not like alienating me. Yeah, I guess you feel all cozy and oh, you um, just snuggle up in a blanket, like little <laughs> snug bug in a rug. I was talking to um someone about this, someone about this <laughs> last night, and I was talking about how you're my best friend, and how it, you having a child has brought out such a different side of you that you're still you, but you're like this elevated version of yourself yeah and i know people who have babies that become a shell of themselves at times mm-hmm. and for sure i think it's brought out the best side of you i think it's like i think so too i think it's something i really needed which is not something i can say for everybody no. i don't think let me just say having a kid does not give you life <laughs> it will purpose. not solve your problems. it does not solve your problems if anything it makes your life a lot harder <laughs> in a lot of different ways but for me i feel like i was meant to do it and like I don't know. I'm just happy with my decision. I, I think you're right. I think it has brought out a lot of good in me. Yes. And that's another thing. Like, I'm, I'll am i do episodes and we'll do advice episodes um, and stuff like that. But I have a lot of good insight on in being a parent, even being a first-time mom. But I'm also young. So I yes. feel like I can – but I'm not, like, too young where people I feel like won't respect my opinion. No, and I think that that's the thing is that people – people like to hear how young moms are doing it nowadays like i think a lot of older parents can take some notes on how the younger generation is parenting yeah and i think that they want some of them want to some of them are not able to some of them don't care to but but i would love to give my insight because my baby is literally the best so i'm i'm doing something right i think so i feel like i have good good advice on that and also me and emily have been through a lot of different things but a lot of very similar similar things yeah (coughs) excuse me so It'll be cool to, like, touch on all those subjects and do story times and stuff for you guys. I do have a child. She's sitting right here. Uh, this is Pepper. <laughs> you have a few children. She is my child. I have four animals. Um, we've talked about it before on my TikTok, but if you're not following my TikTok, I do have four animals. I have Pepito, Burrito, Sosito, which is her, and then I have Harley. She's a pit bull, and I have two cats, Fifi mm-hmm. and Kitten Boy. We'll get into F- Kitten Boy. He's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, I Shout do- out trans rights. Shout out trans rights. He did have a vagina. Now he has balls. I'm not. He actually never had a vagina, but I thought he was a girl for about a year and a half before I noticed that he had balls. So that was really I felt like a conservative parent in that moment when I looked mm-hmm. down and saw a pair. Of you had to change the pronouns. And I was like, oh that's so crazy because that actually happened with my parrot. My parrot. <laughs> I have an African gray parrot. Um, she was born in 19 like 53. Like her little. Oh, she's a boomer. Or 60 or 69. 69. Um, on her little foot tag. We always thought it said 96, but it's 69. She's old as hell. Old as hell, dude. She's almost as old as my mom. But this whole time that we've had her, we thought she was a boy because she never laid any eggs or anything. And then a couple months ago, she just popped out three eggs. And we all had to change the pronouns. And my nephew takes it Wait, that was a few months ago? Yeah. We still have the eggs in my fridge. Did you ever tickle under her feathers? (laughs) No. (laughs) Big shout out to Tara's World. Shout out Tara's World. We're um, gonna be in the pit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna spend 30k on Harry Styles tickets. But um, yeah, we found out she was a girl. Well, I'm proud. And of I take her it for... very. I take her very seriously too because I literally since we started referring to her as she, she's a lot calmer. She's so much calmer because we've always said Alex. She like, was born in '69. She's like they called me a woman until like 10 years ago. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Right. No, this is this is the gay agenda. Um, for her, <laughs> she's giving cunt. She's giving everything, and she's so fish now that I look at her that I'm like, I can't believe. Like, I can't believe like, I thought like, you were a boy. Like, I made the joke when like it finally came out. I was just like, of course you're a girl <laughs> dragon. You're reeking of feminine beauty. Uh, from <laughs> <laughs> when I found out Kitten Boy was a boy, I remember being like, duh. He's like a right. sexy man. Like, he's like a lion. Yeah. And he's also orange, which I didn't know orange tabby cats are typically male. It's very rare for an orange tabby cat to be a girl. Yeah. I had no idea. I posted about it on TikTok. Everyone was like, you're so stupid. What an idiot. What a fucking idiot. Didn't you know orange tabby cats Common sense. be boys? And I'm like, he could be whatever he wants. If he right. wants to go back. So how about you stop la- labeling my cat? My cat actually doesn't have gender. He's yeah. gender neutral. And non-binary cat. Non-binary. I love him for it. Ally. I do want to talk about <laughs> briefly how we know each other. I feel like that's important to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, that is important to talk about. 
So we've been friends coming up on like 10 years now, <laughs> which is insane. Like 10 year friend locked in <coughs> since cough. the sandbox. I'm not gagging. I'm just coughing. I'm <laughs> gagging at the thought of our friendship. <laughs> it's actually been a little bit too long. <laughs> Maybe we should just stop this all right now. We met in like eighth grade going into ninth. I sent her a little application for like, you know, the applications people were sending to people on Twitter where they were like, um, boyfriend application, like what's your height? What's your weight? What's your dick size? Whatever. I basically did the same thing with Tegan essentially. Yeah, they made like a bunch of different versions and she sent me that. So she basically was trying to get my panties, but it's essentially. cool. Um, <laughs> but what solidified our friendship is we went to um, a mutual friend's house at the time. She was throwing a party and we went and we were playing Never Have I Ever. And one of the girls that was playing was talking shit about Emily previously. Sure. And Emily said, <laughs> and Emily said, Never Have I Ever talk shit about Emily. Mind you, everybody shit their pants I because said, they were all talking shit about Emily. So they were like, Who is she talking about? <laughs> Forcing the finger down. But, um,. Yeah, and when and she just that energy was just I just loved it, especially because at the time like I was never a pussy, I was never no bitch, but I was very timid. So when I saw that, I was just like, oh yeah, I could have her on my little. You're like, team. wait a minute, has anyone been talking about Tegan? <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you even know who I am? Because I was so new that like everybody, this was like my introduction to like the popular kids, kind of. Which I snuck my way into. I really have no idea how. Yeah. I- <laughs> weirdo (laughs) because the way our school system like our school district was set up is you'd have like six through eighth and then we all went to a ninth grade academy and then we went on to do the finish the three years of high school so we were on like this ninth grade academy like part era vibing just straight vibing vibes but this was a lot of people's like introduction to me because i was new to the district and just like yeah to each other like just in general so yeah we just became friends from that point on and i think we spent like every day for like two years together and the rest was and then we baby. and then we fell out over like some stupid shit we'll probably talk we about that fake later friends. on i think that we were both misguided with fake friends and yeah um friendships are hard in high school because there's so yeah. many boundaries that can be crossed by spending days and days and days and days with someone literally and like almost feeling like not necessarily with you but i have had friendships that lasted from high school where you almost feel like you have like an ownership of that person and i feel like both of us were both not vibing with that but we were also like so like attached at the hip (laughs) right it was just so weird and like some of my other friends were jealous of our friendship because they didn't like that we spent every second together and like who the fuck was i you know what i mean so it's just like you know but whatever we were able to come back stronger and i think it was just like one random day on snapchat we just started sending like straight monologues to i don't each know other. where like, it started. i don't know how it started i would just randomly start like sending emily like minute two minute long videos of me just like talking about the most random shit and that yeah. just kind of progressed into where we are now it was basically like we both were so lonely and sad <laughs> literally literally <laughs> and we just needed to vent and she was doing my eyelashes at the time and i was like oh yeah totally i was like how that. do i be like i don't want you just to do my eyelashes i want you to be my friend and i never really knew how to like <laughs> i had the same problem with my my newer lash tech that i had because tegan stopped doing lashes for a while and i had to get a new lash tech mm, but it's fine my <laughs> lash tech shout out lemzy love you to death i know you're gonna watch this because you're a supportive queen fuck you bitch, i remember being my like, customers <laughs> She's the shit. I love Lemzy. Love Tegan. No, she does a good job, though. At least she didn't, like, steal me and then ruin my lashes. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) That's really what it is, because I've had other girls, I did their lashes, and now they go to places that That are just, like, just not the right. Well, Lemzy is banging at it, and she, I remember being like, how do I cross that borderline of, like, friendship slash client? Like, I want to be your friend, not just your client type thing. But with Tegan, it was just like, we'd already been friends in the past. There was really no weirdness mm. about it. It was just like, hey, yeah, this is Right, good. and I was a travel hashtag, too. I feel like that kind of helps. Like, I was like, I hi, be- come into my mess. <laughs> come into my house. Now we're best friends. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, and, really then, cool. and then the rest was history. We also mm-hmm. kind of grew up with the same. We have, shout out Scrimp God, Jarrett Geedy online. Oh, yeah. Um, Scrimp God on everything, Twitch, all that. Our friend Jarrett, he's hilarious and fine as fuck. So yes. you guys should all follow him. He's the shit. He, um... <laughs> He was my best friend growing up. We were like best friends from the time we were like three until we still talk, but we're not as close. Love you, Jarrett. Sorry. I'm um, closer now. <laughs> talk to Jarrett every day. She started like living with Jarrett. <laughs> we played Fortnite. <laughs> Jarrett actually hates you. Sorry. <laughs> Darn it. Darn it. I didn't want to tell you now, but what better time? 
but we love him. And um, she started kind of like living there. And I was his like, not kind of, <laughs> fully straight moved in. I took his little sister's bed and everything. Shout out Maddie. Shout out Maddie. Um, but we met through them too, so it just is what it is. But yeah, moving on. That's funny because I also met my friend Kaylee through Jarrett. It was his ninth grade birthday party. Shout out him. Who is now my neighbor, which is just so weird that it's always just like neighbors. <laughs> so weird. We're just going circles. Yeah. Um, but I want to move on All right. to our pet peeves of the week. My pet peeve of the week? I don't really. And I don't know that this will be an every week thing, but I do want to touch on it because I used to do a series on TikTok where I would do my pet peeves of that week. Yeah. I stopped doing it. I feel it. like you have something in mind. People always tell me to do it again. I don't want to. I'd rather do it on here. So I have a few things. Okay. Disney adults. There's a thin line between being, <laughs> between being a normal Disney fan and a Disney adult. Um, because I feel like people take it like if you like Disney, because I'm a Disney fanatic. I love Disney. I'm a Disney fanatic. I could sing every Disney song yep. that's ever been written right fucking yep, now. I agree. But and I can appreciate the beauty of the movies and all of that. I'm not going to fall to my fucking knees when walking you when I walk through. And, and see I probably the won't ever go to Disneyland. I'm going to take Nova when she's five. I think I'll take a kid. Yeah. I'm never going there as an adult. No, that's stupid. You can't even get the magic out of it. I'll probably take that's what I'm saying. It'll only be magical to watch my baby go yes. and do it. But some people, like, if you have over three pairs of, I'm going to say two, two pairs of Mickey ears, you're a Disney adult. And maybe you should reconsider a hobby. I would even say there is this type of, I saw something on TikTok about how Disney adults have a smell of their scalp that is very particular to Disney adults. It's grease and dandruff. You know what you know when you see it's it. It's basically <laughs> a Disney adult as a woman is the same as like a male incel. Does that make sense? It's a man. It's like a gamer. Yes. You know what I mean? And they always match up. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect for each other. And I do for know sure. one Disney. I have probably two Disney adults that are like obsessively Disney adults. I do love to death. Like I love them to death. Well, it doesn't make you a bad person. It just, it just, it just, it just runs the risk of making you annoying. We're talking about like it's a mental. <laughs> it is. No, but I did see this thing that was like a very chronically online take about how people bully Disney adults. They're like, typically Disney adults are autistic, so you're ableist for like not like Disney adults. I'm like, I think not. it's ableist thinking that uh, it's ableist autistic to say people. Every person. Is, I feel like it's ableist to say autistic people are annoying. It's ableist to, to be like, what? it's almost ableist to just be like, all Disney adults are autistic, so you're ableist. It's like, yeah. Are you going to go to, you're going to go diagnose every Disney every adult? Every person at Disney has autism. That's <laughs> quite, <laughs> that is quite the assumption to make. <laughs> That's quite a leap. Do you know how many people visit Disney a day? I couldn't even imagine a number. Imagine going there and being like, you're autistic and you're autistic and you're autistic. That'd be like, are you ableist? Yeah. Because last I checked. But some things. I have suspicions that I might be. Some things are just so chronically online. That it's sickening. And that's a nickel mine as well. Yeah, that's very much. And I feel like it's been exaggerated by TikTok for sure. So Um, Because. You can hear everyone's opinion in an hour. Yeah. I can get a million opinions in one Yeah. I feel like there's not yet been an app like. Yes, Instagram with stories and, and stuff like that. But where the purpose of it is to talk and share your opinion on everything, on everything, it's just it's it's bound to lead to some chronically online shit. Like, well, I've also said I've said this forever because I was a Twitter girly. I love Twitter. Oh yeah, I but, still am heavy. Yeah, and fuck I, Elon Musk. I remember when these chronically online opinions kind of started developing. It was Twitter, but they didn't start off chronically online. They started with great intent, and. I remember thinking to myself, not everyone needs to have an opinion on everything. You know what I think really started it, though? Like, this is going to sound so goofy when I say it, but literally, like, the gay son or thought daughter. Yes. Like, that really started it. <laughs> and what would it's you like choose? This, it's both. I mean. I want a gay son that is also a thought daughter. <laughs> You're non-binary. <laughs> a non-binary gay thought. <laughs> no, I honestly, either one. I think that... Because I was the gay son and the thought daughter. Yeah. I give both. I, so I don't I, care. I don't know that debate. I don't know why that but debate. I, matters, I just but. feel like that's kind of where it started. Like, because that's so chronically online to even... I don't know. Like... It started politically. I think people started yeah. thinking they have opinions on things before they really even did any research on it. I know this one girl who has openly told me, I don't know anything about politics. And then she will consistently post, uh, like, 
Trump rhetoric and like it's okay if you it's okay to not know stuff about stuff it's okay it's okay I'm not educated enough to give an opinion on this yeah and people have lost that concept I think yeah like now I do I do encourage people to have an opinion and to like have educated opinion yeah however if you don't know enough about something to make just something up out of your ass that you sound like either I think it's devil's advocate devil doesn't need a fucking advocate stop giving devil's advocate because he doesn't need one but I think people like to stir the pot I'm a Gemini I love to stir the pot but I don't like to piss people off just for the sake of doing it and I think some people want to be different some people want to have an opinion that shocks or some people want to have an opinion that like sounds more astute than someone else but people don't understand how harmful that can be yeah like for example um it's really harmful when like there'll be one person from even say we'll just say for example like the trans community who says that the mr potato head should be non-binary right whatever no trans people really think that no like nobody really cares about that trans people just want to test feeding thing trans people just want to live past 30 yeah can we just start with like basic human rights please like we don't have to jump to the fucking toy factories but you know one person had that thought and now everybody thinks that trans people are extremists and care about dumb shit when you know what i mean like then does again, that does I, that make sense yeah, like I they do it the they time. do it with the gay community they do it to black people they do it to everybody because they want to a make scapegoat. people seem they want extreme scapegoat. but people eat it up yeah i can't believe the trans community would want to take away my mr potato head <laughs> Like okay, or like, and even if they did, it's like okay. And it's like, do you, did you really care about Mr. Potato Head that much? Well, right. Up until this moment, suddenly he's like this person you have to gatekeep. He also is a toy. Yeah, he's and also you will be okay. Yeah, it's also not real. My thing too is like the, with the chest feeding thing or like the tampons thing, like talking about trans agenda that people think they have. Well, some same agenda. with like, the gay agenda. Like There's, I just feel like. No, like people just want to live. Just people just want to have rights. People just want to be happy and, and do their thing, live in their truth. Conservatives will use those people who have these because ex- there's two extremes. Obviously, there is. There's people. Who I mean, have there these are people who thoughts. do probably think that that's the thing to do. Yeah, but it's like I just we just want trans people I to have the big thing right to be accepted in society. Please, conservatives will use those out of the blue random things that people don't actually believe like the potato head needs to be non-binary or people should call it chest feeding when we all know that there's a thing called nursing um (laughs) and they'll use that as an excuse to be hateful and those this is the trans agenda (laughs) no the fuck it's not it's one wild person who had some weird chronically online opinion and now you're being weird yeah so i feel like people don't understand the 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 harm harm that. that comes from having such chronically online takes and i saw um, another chronically online take it was like chronically online inception where they're like calling someone chronically online is ableist because typically people with adhd are the people who are online so much because they can't physically move but that, are you fucking but that has me? to tie in with a lot of times with white people they want to want to feel ostracized yes. and marginalized so fucking bad that even like they'll latch on to ADHD like it's their mom's titty I'm like neurodivergent. I'm neurodivergent. and it's like bro really like okay so is fucking everybody everybody like, and it's the same to- it's a t- it's just <clears throat> the continuous tale of people wanting to feel ostracized and oppressed wanting to live in it's like, their trauma is a badge of honor yeah it's almost like when people want to be oppressed so bad that like if a black woman puts on a blonde wig they're like well you're actually cultural oh, appropriating like me because i have blonde hair naturally like black shut the woman. fuck black up women can also have naturally blonde hair and that's not a culture it's not having blonde thing. hair isn't a cultural thing you know who made that a cultural thing the nazis <laughs> Do you know what culture you're trying to perpetuate? The Nazis. You fucking skinhead Aryan bitch. Like, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Too harsh. Too harsh. It's real though. I do think that. Because why are you so attached to your blonde hair like that? It's like, do you feel like a bad? And I feel like there's like a supremacy of hair. But yes, there is. But okay, because that's the thing. Brunette. Because redhead. And that's how people look at it. But I think redhead. Brunette, Brunette, blonde. blonde. Curd. But I'm also a little bit gay. Love a little ginger <laughs> moment. If you're ginger, hit me up. <laughs> okay, and I saw this thing. Ging- <laughs> I saw this thing that's crazy. Like, we never thought about in high school how people were straight up bullying people for the color of their hair. Like, kick up Ginger Wednesday. Did you, did you remember that? Oh, 
Wait, yeah, <laughs> actually. And slap like, ass Friday. And gingers have no soul. And nobody ever slapped my ass, and I actually was kind of sad. Because I, I felt like, damn, nobody wants, no one wants to slap this ass. Nobody wants to slap my ass. Like, you don't want a piece of I got this. hips for days, bitch. I had hips early, so I'm like. You don't want to smack my fat, juicy ass. And then if they did, I'd be like, oh, how dare you? <laughs> Oh God! You better, not. you better stop. You better smack this booty. <laughs> my nephew said that. To, my nephew said that to my boyfriend once. He he was running up the stairs. He's like, "You want to smack this booty?" And he was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I think that we've touched on that for a while, and I don't want to bore you guys. But my next pet peeve. Actually, I'll let you do one. What's a pet peeve of yours? Um, I don't really have that many pet peeves. What? I really don't. I feel like, I don't know, not on the spot like this. Crazy. I think I have so many. I, I genuinely think that I just hate existing, so everything bothers me, but I'll put one out there that's just kind yeah, of you might a have soft to, one. I was going to say, you might have to carry, because, bitch, I don't have one. It's a soft one. It's when your keys are in your pocket, and you if you have a lanyard, and... And I do. Your keys catch on the door handle. And it always happens when you're having the worst fucking day of your life. Only when you're having a bad day. And it, like, actually, there are some things <laughs> that, like, I could literally, my whole family could blow up in an explosion. I would be like, life moves on. If I were walking in from a hard day at work and my keys on my lanyard catch on my door, I will come upstairs and think about all the ways <laughs> I could end it. <laughs> or even worse, bro. That's not an example. When you pick something up, and then you drop it. And, and then, then you pick, pick it up, up and you drop, drop it. it. Bro. If it does it a third time, I will end my, up the house. I will end my life. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not fucking I'm kidding. going up the fucking house. Yeah, definitely. You're going to have to. And that one sounds mild. What's the word? Induce. Uh, Induce a coma? No. When you put somebody in the mental hospital. Not inseminate. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you. Somebody. 5150. No, it starts right with now. an I. It's Induce. In. Fuck me. Where's my thesaurus? Give me a pet peeve. Um, so for me, um, see, I know how to eat. I'm I'm a bigger girl. You might not be able to tell right now, but I'm a big thing about us. I'm a bigger lady, so I like to eat and it really bothers me. I actually have two about food now that I just thought about it. One, I don't like when People don't eat all the chicken off of a chicken wing. Yep. That irritates me to my soul because you just wasted, first of all, mad money. Suck it. And suck the bone. You literally. <laughs> I want you to take all the gristle off that shit. And the other one, is, this is kind of stupid. Eat but, the bone marrow. But when you go out to a restaurant with somebody, see me, I, I know how to pick the best thing off the menu. Yeah. I always know how to order something I'm going to like, something that is just good. Everyone like, I, wants. Everyone I, wants a bite of my stuff. Yes. I always order the right thing. It is a pet peeve of mine when somebody, when I go out to dinner with somebody and they get something experimental. Oh, yeah. And then go with the, the whole time. And, and then the whole time. I wish I got yours. Or, or they're just like, oh, this isn't very good. And it's just like, it makes you feel bad for enjoying your meal. I don't like that. And I also don't like when people yell at you for chewing with your mouth open. I taste better with my mouth open, I hate to tell you. Honestly, I'm definitely a mouth full talker i am a mouthful really talker bad. and a mouth open chewer i'm not gonna lie but i won't put my elbows on the table though i won't put my elbows on the table my mom taught me not to do that even though it's like we lived in like i see my elbows tra- flicked it's like we're trailer thumped. parked i was trailer park track traff wow uh having a stroke hold on one second let me just trash read re, uh trailer park trash i lived in government subsidized housing and we're like don't put the elbows on the fucking thrifted table but I respected it. Yeah. And I, I used to get my, my elbows thumped. I don't eat. Yes. I don't eat with my hands. Typically, I'll eat with a fork if I can. Actually, I'm the complete opposite. Really? If I can eat with my hands, I will. Like a Chipotle. Yeah. If I get a bowl, I'll get a tortilla so that I can rip pieces off the tortilla and like grab it. I know eat. a lot of people that do that. And I don't do that. I use chips. But I put a spoon mm. and then I put the spoonful into the chip. So it's no, I will eat. I'll eat steak with my hands too. I pick it up and eat it. I I don't know why. I just would rather eat with my hands. I have several friends who have. I think it's called arachnophobia or something, where they don't like the sound of people chewing. I don't mm. give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about your phobia. Here's how I feel. I want to enjoy my food. I have a deviated septum. I physically can't breathe if I'm chewing with my mouth closed. I'm suffocating. <laughs> so at that actually, point. they're being ableist. <laughs> so actually, you're ableist because I have a deviated septum. So so I should. I'm actually marginalized. I'm marginalized. My devi- I'm <laughs> I'm Italian. I'm also Italian. So. <laughs> I just did this. This is the deviated septum community, and what is a safe space? Ally. Ally. <laughs> 
that. And I feel like I can't taste with my the LGBTQD. Oh, oh, LGBTQD. <laughs> Deviated septum. Deviated septum. <laughs> Moment of silence for those who cannot breathe in their sleep. I'm, and I'll say it. I'm a bit of a mouth breather. That's I'm okay. not ashamed to say it. You'll hear it on this podcast probably a little bit. Because I'll be like. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just hate the feeling of like, I feel like I can't enjoy my food when you're sitting there looking so fucking miserable that you got something weird. Why you know did you I mean? get it? Why did you get, get a that? burger? You should. Exactly. If you know the shit that you like, why would you get something experimental? That's so irritating to me. Torque, get like a little bit of a taco. A little bit something of a, safe. something normal. My mom introduced me as a kid to so many foods. I was never, I'm a picky eater to a certain degree. I don't like gross no. things. I just don't like <laughs> gross things. And if you like the things I don't like, you are wrong. <laughs> like what? what? Name a couple that you don't like. I don't like, uh, what are those? My mom actually does like these. The Mediterranean mozzarella balls that come with... Uh, the mozzarella. The, the mozzarella. Um, they come in the oil with the stuff. They come with... Not cabbage. It's not. I love cabbage, but it comes with. I almost had it. They got the olives and shit. I don't like olives. If you like olives, you're wrong. Yeah, they taste like metal. Another big pet peeve of mine is I grew up Italian. I grew up with some Italian friends. I have this one old friend that is no longer my friend. She's a dumbass bitch. She used to do this thing, and a lot of Italians do it, where they'll be in the conversation talking about food, and then out of nowhere, it strikes you like fucking lightning. I want pizza with rock up. Mozzarella with the mozzarella, and then it's, it's like mozzarella. It's like I would the really gabagool. Like... Did you know gabagool is salami? Yes, but I also well, know that. I guess I'm fucking idiot. as a, as an Italian, <laughs> you don't have to let everyone in the no- room know that you're Italian at every moment that you get. Well, sometimes people just don't have personalities. I think that's what it boils down to because I'm very Italian. I have a yeah, big Italian. That people family. who make shit like being short and being Italian, like whatever, like and their I'm whole so, thing. And I'm so silly, and I, and talk, I talk with my hands and my hands, and I love mozzarella. And people <laughs> in Italy don't say it like that. No, my grandpa. Will literally look at you and be like, "You're fucking, you're dumb, you're, you're delusional. stupid and dumb and delusional," and and we're Italians. <laughs> He'd be like, "I'm gonna call the president of Italy and tell him you're not allowed there." And the thing is, is that's funny. Is like, do they have a prime minister? I think that they do, and Probably. I also think that they're no, they're not a part of the Commonwealth. They're not. I, I don't I even know what that is. The Commonwealth is the England Commonwealth. That's why Australia is like owned by England or something like that. And they also own everything's owned by everybody. England owns everything. Like when you they've look been around at it, for a long fucking time though. They own everything. Like it's crazy that we think we're so big, but if you look at the English Commonwealth, like it's insane. The Commonwealth is huge. Can we please give Africa? And you know who back? owns all that land? It was the Queen. She croaked. Now it's King Charles. In Minecraft, we should jump off the queen's <laughs> Have you ever heard how that's like you can get out of a lawsuit by saying, in Roblox, I did this? No. So, like, if I were to say, in Roblox, my mom slapped me in the face and she wanted to sue me for defamation of character because I said that in Roblox, they can't sue me. Oh. So, in Roblox, my... Ba- <laughs> in Roblox, my dad used to neglect me. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I got a phone call. Apparently, debt collectors want their money back, but they're just not going to get it. So, <laughs> might as well stop barking up the it. wrong fucking tree over you here. You are barking up the brokest tree. I got no leaves on this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, moving on from that, I love soda. I'm addicted to soda like no one's business. I've talked about my Dr. Pepper addiction. It swaps. I have OCD. I get a really addicted, hyper-focused on, like, one certain food and one certain drink at a time it'll oh, yeah. go on for months right now it's big macs really fucking disgusting actually. yeah for me it's peanut butter and jellies mm. i'm also in a peanut butter jelly moment right now really i go through peanut butter it's and jelly so classic moments. do you dip yours in milk you're gonna make me gag <laughs> no but you have to do it fast like you have to you have to like dip it and eat it like you can't just dip it you and to hold your breath you have to dip it fast no but i have toasted my bread and had a toasted peanut butter and jelly that's pretty good or if you make it like straight up like a grilled cheese mm, that's pretty good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no i love a good uncrustable as well <sighs> that's what i'm in right now is an uncrustable phase i love grape jelly though everyone makes fun <gasps> of me for grape jelly yeah i am a grape jelly girl. representation for grape jelly she is the moment she is that girl for those of you who don't like grape jelly and you make fun of me for liking grape jelly we are part of the grape jelly community we represent the grape jelly 
Guilt. I love grape jelly. Everyone makes fun of me for it. They're like, strawberry jelly's butter. I'm like, are you fucking That's nuts? That's fucking nuts. That's actually nuts. If I wanted strawberry like, I love paste. A good, I love a good grape pie, too. Ooh, give me a grape pie. I don't Have want to the Naples to taste like grape fest. No, I haven't. Oh, so fucking good. You can steal the Concord grapes right off the vine. Ooh. Allegedly. Allegedly. In, in Roblox. <laughs> in Roblox. You can steal the grapes off the vine. In Roblox, I love to steal. <laughs> in Roblox, I steal all the time. <laughs> No, actually, we'll get into that. That's another thing I want to talk about because I was a klepto so bad. In Roblox. In Roblox, yeah. I think that... <laughs> and in real life. <laughs> I think that... It, another thing that I really like about being able to do this podcast is that we are just like... We don't really give a fuck, do we? <laughs> no, I can't remember the last time. I can't remember the last time I gave a fuck. <laughs> Honestly, never have. I think the cool thing is that we can like... There are things that you can't waterboard out of a person that doesn't exist for me. I really don't oh, have much of a filter. Between us, yeah, like I feel like I'm so comfortable with saying anything to her. Like I, I literally this morning, actually, I believe I'm gonna my keep couch. that to myself. Oh, I was gonna tell them that I had nervous poops because <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared this morning. Now I was just so anxious this morning about recording this because last time we recorded like it was the first time but this is like the real first time because yeah. it was fucked Poops up like for we me said are fair game i think a lot of people are offended by poop talk for me poop talk is almost like small talk um i'll tell a stranger yeah. how my how i'm pushing you know yeah it depends for me i don't mind talking about my poop um, i feel like there's this like weird not stigma but there's this weird thing about girls and poop it's like do you think that there's nothing coming out of this asshole well because i'll actually, tell you what <laughs> actually i remember clearly in middle school when i had the revelation that everybody poops which i know that's like a children's book but like (laughs) i literally like i remember there was this really popular girl in my class and she was just so pretty she was so skinny her hair was so long she's just yeah (laughs) she was just like the prettiest fucking thing and i remember one time i just thought about it like yo she She poops poops too i was talking about this on tiktok miley cyrus takes shits beyonce poops beyonce Nicki Minaj poops Can we think about out of Beyonce. that colossal ass. Think about how you sit on the toilet, right? Maybe your hands are on your knees. Do you think she stands up and wipes? I no. think Beyonce has to stand and wipe. I think Nicki has Nikki to stand, has to stand and wipe. Nicki actually has to get up and touch her toes. I think wipe. Nicki has to probably wipe forwards. Back to That's forwards. That's disgusting. And I know a few people who do that. I don't want to throw my mom under the bus, but mom, I'm sorry. You do wipe back to front and it's gross. <laughs> I don't like it. It's okay if you do it separately, though. Like, if you poop... And wipe back to front. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. But if you poop and you wipe like front to back and then you kind of hit it with a little. Oh, yeah. Once front, you're gone, you're done. Good. Yeah. And yeah. you just got to like clean up. That's OK. Because that honestly, reaching all the way around. That doesn't really. That's a lot. But I actually used to wipe standing up, but I'm reformed now. I don't wipe my ass standing up. But if I pee or if I have my period, I have to stand up. No, just I literally sure I, I, I wiped standing up for a very long time. That's really odd. I it is. The and then I realized time. it's so much easier to just go like this because like your butt cheeks spread. I, did. I peed the bed for a long time. So did I. I peed the bed till I was about eight. I actually gone. was pissing the bed not that long ago. I had like two dreams like back to back in the same <coughs> week that I was using the bathroom in my sleep. <coughs> and I uh, pissed the bed twice. <coughs> my ex-boyfriend used to piss the bed a lot. I'm not gagging. I just choke on soda. Oh, But okay. I peed the bed... Uh, I am actually gagging. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> You're actually disgusting me right now. I peed the bed uh, like two years ago in the bed with my boyfriend and I woke up and blamed it on something else. My ex-boyfriend peed in the bed one time and I, the only reason I was mad is because he didn't tell me until I woke up. That's fucked up. He should have woke me up. I peed the bed. Hey, want to get up? He just laid down a tile, towel. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was so foul. That he also reads- used to piss in bottles and leave them in the room, but we'll get on that That reads day. to me that when he used to pee the bed when he was a kid, his mom would tell him just to put a towel over it mm-hmm. and to Definitely. go back to sleep. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you know what's funny is my mom used to do that to me, so I learned to sleep with my ass up in the air, and now I still sleep like that because it's natural to me to Sorry, sleep Sorry, I'm, like, biting my fucking nail, but... It's okay. Sometimes it's just Shoot an urge. I like, to, I like to eat my fingers, basically. I, I think it's an, it's an anxious thing. Like, all around my fingers is, like, destroyed because... I don't know. Just can't keep them out of my mouth, I guess. <laughs> I like to chew my side of my finger off the hard part and chew it off. Yes, I do too. But right now I have like this little thing on my cuticle. I want <laughs> like, to. I need to chew it off. Let's talk about the Haley and Selena drama. I'm what? team Selena. Fuck Haley. I am team Selena. But also fuck Justin. I feel I like Justin's Justin not. Talk about I feel it. like Justin's not getting enough hate, actually. Mm-mm. 
I think Justin's getting a lot of support that he should not be receiving. Here's the thing about Justin. A, he should have either come out and said, stop bullying my ex and leave my girlfriend alone. Or my wife. Literally my wife. Leave my wife alone. This is all... this is all very um, coincidental. All this is not has no ground. Which it's obviously not. It's very clear that Haley has been trying oh, to get at Justin for a while. Yeah. But my thing is, I just feel like Justin completely fucked it up with Selena. Like, I feel like people are acting like they just didn't work out. And he cheated just, on her. He serially cheated on her. Like, I feel like, but I feel like he should just be not, maybe not receiving hate. Let's maybe not say he should be getting hate. But I do want to say that it is his fault. Does Lyme disease exonerate you from every shitty thing you've ever done in your life? Because I think that his excuse of, I was famous at 13, it's like, so was Selena. So was Selena I was just watching Barney with my daughter the other day, and little mini Selena Gomez was on the fucking screen. And and I was like, what a queen. And she was the, you could tell she was just, I have all these little fibers. Cole Sprouse is insufferable, right? But he's also been famous since Big Daddy. Which yeah. was when he was like four and five. So I always knew Dylan was the better twin. Uh, Sorry. I love my Dylan man. I yeah. love I love my Dilly Willy. My little Dilly Willy. Ah. And I hate that he gets he doesn't like after my little my little Zach Martin. My little rather. Zach Martin. But that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, you were famous at thirteen. I can imagine that that's hard. But here's the thing. He was the most famous person in the world at the time. Yeah, and he still, literally I used to be a secret JB fan. I used to always pretend that I hated him though. It wasn't a secret for me. I was obsessed with Justin Bieber and I knew his guitar player, so I always felt like he was very accessible to me, especially at his first coming years because he had So he was young. Why are you not Emily? Age. You're not Emily Bieber though. But I wasn't searching up hotels to visit so that I or like asking people what hotel he was at. So or did you go. see the one where Selena was like i just want people to know my big heart or whatever and then like oh yeah i did see that and then Haley like went on did an interview and was just like i just want people to know my heart like oh my god you're really trying to morph into that girl. the g tattoo on the behind the ear is the one that got me did you see the pictures of justin bieber showing off his selena tattoo though like in every single picture that he takes with Haley, she tries to cover it like with her hand and stuff like that but one picture he had took with his arm around her back and you could see his hand lifting he has a up tattoo? it's an angel that looks like it i think it's like it might be like mother mary with selena's face like <laughs> on like literally on his arm i keep waving this fucking thing around because i'm, like I'm comfortable Bieber, so i'm just i've been seeing these one these videos about how men will marry the woman that's in front of them when they're ready to get married not because they want to marry that woman it's they when yeah. they're ready to marry they marry who's in front of them Basically. and i feel like we've seen it that justin bieber essentially he's a normal man He's a boy yeah. who grew up and, and turned into a normal man. He's a human being that exists in the world. Yeah, people do that a lot and with celebrities and influencers. We as normal people can look at a man that dated their girlfriend in high school and think to the ourselves, he never got over her and he just married her because she was there when she got there. Yeah. Did and you- it's the same fucking thing, essentially. I'm not saying anything that, right, like, Haley Bieber is gorgeous. I'm not saying, like, essentially every person that's ever liked Justin Bieber wishes they were in Haley's position because we all were fans and we all wished he'd marry us, right? Like, essentially. Mm. Except Billie Eilish. She, like, doesn't want him to like her at all. Like, she doesn't want to, like, know him at all. But I think that I am team Selena, but I do think that Justin Bieber didn't ever get over Selena. And But that's not Selena's fault, bitch. He, I think the thing that's is, Justin's fault. he cheated, messed up, realized once he had lost her that he had lost her. And but everybody her needs that person in their life. I just I think every man needs that person in their life because I don't have a single ex that I was ever like that I could think back and be like, oh, it probably could have worked out between us. No, fuck you, bitches. Okay. She just spilled this flat ass fucking soda I all over the couch. Flat soda, all over the couch. Anyways, like I was saying about Justin Bieber, he's just like any other guy. He messed up with his high school girlfriend, wishes he could get her back secretly. He'll never admit it. Mm-mm. But every time he looks at her Instagram, he's yeah. like. God damn it. God damn it. She's so successful and hot, and she's good at every single venture that she makes. And here's my wife, Road Skincare, who, by the way, in Roblox, Road Skincare emailed me asking me to do promotion for them. Didn't want to offer payment at all in Roblox and just wanted promotion for product, which I'm not interested in. Hmm. Yeah, no. Free promo doesn't pay the bills, baby. It doesn't pay the bills, but also I have no... It's not like it's... I would do it for a brand like Elf, right? Like a brand I already love, no mm-hmm. trust, and I... And the trade-off is I would have bought Elf anyways. So I might yeah. as well do a video for you guys, right. right? And talk about your product. I'm not going to lie about your product for you. No. But with Rode, 
you want me to say it, you're my holy grail in Roblox and just post a video for your products that I don't even know if I like? No way. Allegedly. But if <laughs> Elf was like, we'll send you 40 pounds of Power Grip Primer if you just make a video about it, I'd be like, yeah. I'll make a video about it every day. I'll make a, if you sent me 40 pounds of Power Grip Primer, I'd give you my firstborn. <laughs> oh my goodness i'll give you pepito right now i'll give you pepito also um, now we have a towel on the couch it's just because i spilled sorry yeah i mean shit what can you really it is what it is but actually i do want to talk about i know that we were talking about celebrity events and stuff like that but i do want to say that um our set right now is not what it's always going to look like um i feel like it's cute but yeah. it's just we are going to move on to do something more like professional but i just feel like It'll be cool to have you guys grow with us. Like, you guys are going to remember yeah. the first podcast you watched, and this was our set, and someday you guys are going to see us in the studio and be like, Damn, they fucking did they it. They made it. Period. That's how I feel about Emma Chamberlain. I've loved her since she had, like, I think I followed Emma Chamberlain when she had 3,000 YouTube subscribers. And I That's immediately crazy. looked at her stuff and was like, she is going to blow up. And now she is, like, probably, I think, the most successful person on social media, and the least problematic. I've never heard of a scandal from Emma Chamberlain. I actually don't watch her, but I've she's, never heard anything bad about her. She is the, you can just tell actually the sweetest person in the world and you mm-hmm. can just tell that there's nothing about her that would like, she would never like be like, fat bitch. She would never. That's how I feel about Brittany Broski. I feel the same way. I love Brittany Broski. I love Brittany. She's one of those. The reason that these two girls, Emma Chamberlain and Brittany Broski, reach so much success is because their intent is so visible through the screen. It's like so obvious. And I feel like it's it's weird parasocial relationships because I feel like we've come to maybe I've just been on the internet. Brittany for too plays long. into the parasocial relationship more than Emma does. She's but so good about it. I just feel like maybe I've just been on the internet for so long. I can see through bullshit, but you can tell when somebody's real through a screen. Like you yes. can tell. Yeah. If somebody's putting on an act and, you know, like, it's like the whole, like, I said it earlier. The cadence of ne- the makeup girls. Right. Like, the never meet your idol type thing. Like, Watch I would me not too. be scared to meet Brittany Broski. Because <laughs> I know she would just greet me with the biggest hug yes. and we'd just vibe out. I don't like the cadence of the a lot of the makeup girls. And it is hard for me to be a part of the makeup community and feel that I'm grouped into a group that I do feel can be so disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Like, watch me do my makeup for 10 minutes straight that's like everyone they all sound like that and it's like can mm. you talk like you would to me if you met me in real life or it's, would you talk to me like that in real life and fucking freak me out because that would freak <laughs> me out like, imagine hi it's so nice to meet you i'd be like what the fuck is are you an ai craigslist stories that will terrify you like you know what 10 I'm facts about harry potter you never knew <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> Three stories that will freak you out. I think that's why I do like Tana Mojo. And it's not because she's like the best person on earth or Mm -hmm. she has like great morals or like is a great person. Because essentially she's just a normal girl. Like she's just kind of like has to grow and learn through experience. And she's a normal girl who's done it online. And it is what it is. That's why. Sorry to cut you off. But that's why I'm glad we're doing this now. Like that we're older. And not not when. (laughs) Because she did it when she was 16, 17. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm sure we would have fucked up a lot before this yeah. point had we started when we were 16. Not anything regarding human rights, though, because we've always been woke or as Or racism. Yeah. Because, bitch. We've huh. always been woke queens. Huh. But I would say, like, even just like Tanacon, like being so full of yourself that you started fucking Tanacon. I would have done and then shit like that. completely bomb it. Like, I would have done something like that. I would have been literally. like, Emily Khan, come and right. let's all have sunburn and get dehydrated. Like, I would have done the same thing. Right. The thing I do like about Tana, though, is she's so true to herself and you can just mm-hmm. tell through the screen that is who she is yeah that's a person that is their person and i feel like it means a whole lot when people like when they do apologize and they don't dance around the subject and they're just like very like that they're just very like i fucked this up so bad yeah and i like, like i can respect that. that more than people who are like well i was only this old like i i, I hate that like, i hate that because i was a piece of shit at 13 mm-hmm. i was so insecure and angry at life because mm-hmm. i was going through so much as a kid and i was not like, if you met me at 13, I wasn't always nice. I was Canceled. I was, like, sweet. Like, you'd meet me and be like, she has an innocence about her, but I was not a nice person. I also don't ever claim to be a nice person. I'm a kind person, but I'm not a nice person. Yeah, I feel the same exact way. You know way. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like 
this is gonna sound so corny when i say it but i feel like that's such a new york thing like i feel like people like down south are nice but not kind yes and then people up north are not nice but they're very kind yeah like somebody could call you a dickhead but still help you tow your car i'll like, you know what curse I mean? you out in traffic but if you get in a car accident after i curse you out i'll I'm stop make sure you pull good. over and call 911 exactly <laughs> and and i feel like that is essentially the type of people i lean towards and that's why when mm-hmm. i see east coast influencers i relate on a different level than i do to west yeah. Coast influencers and i feel like one thing i I like about you too is like i don't feel like like well <laughs> when we were younger maybe but not now like i feel <laughs> like now if you were to do something wrong i'd be very comfortable telling you i feel like yeah. you're one of those people and i feel like well I don't, whatever but i feel like you're one of those people that you know you can just be like you know you Take were wrong or whatever like you could do this or we could do this better and you can take that and i feel like a lot of people I actually have a very defining moment of the moment I learned to take criticism. It's very weird. But I when I was younger, I couldn't take criticism because I was the gifted good girl. And it was heavy on it. Me Me too. It was hard for me to take criticism because I had never really received much. I was good Mm -hmm. at everything I tried. Mm -hmm. I was smart. And I was a pretty kid. I was very pretty girl. So there was really Mm -hmm. not much. And isn't it so funny looking back like, wow, I was cute. I was so cute. I I thought I was the ugliest thing. And I look back and I'm like, wow, I wish I looked like that now. I I had an ugly face like every 13 year old should at 13, 14. And then I got pretty again. I think that's why the kids now are fucked up because y'all are not going through ugly phases. Yeah, you need an ugly face. You're not supposed to go from. You should be tying your shirt in the back with a fucking long turtleneck underneath or a long fucking tank top you should be awkward and weird and everybody's and everybody's so cool like dude my although i think it's just i'm jealous my little siblings dude my little siblings are about to be 15 and 17 they're way fucking cooler than i ever was bro they're way like they're stop everything about them i agree way cooler than i I do think I'm, i'm a little jealous that i wasn't that cool at 13 and then i was like i said earlier it was hard for me to be cool yeah like i had to put a lot of effort well I mean, I say that, but I really, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I used to always watch, like, how the other girls wore their stuff, and I used to want to wear it like that, but it just didn't look the same on me. Like, it was just hard to be cool, because yeah. it's like, so then. Well, I, I think that, I think that being the gifted child makes it hard to take criticism in general, mm-hmm. and so I had this one friend when I was younger. She was, her name was Emily. Um, we were both Emily and we were best of friends. We were super close. And then one day she said to me, and I had never been able to take criticism from friends at this point. I think yeah. I honestly would just be like, they're wrong, but I'll apologize was my thing. Yeah. But this one friend of mine said, like, when I complain to you, you just talk about your life instead of hearing what I'm talking about with mine. And I feel like you always bring it back onto yourself. And I remember in that moment being like, I do do that. And it was the first time mm-hmm. I was able to take the criticism. Well, that's why I actually stopped being friends with this girl in middle school mm-hmm. because she used to do that to me. But I had to realize later on in life that that is how some people connect. connect. And that's how I connect. And I actually like have to find a healthy balance. Yeah. Like even like sometimes like when you talk about your problems, like I'll have to tell myself like. But that's how not, I like to be talked not to. I like people to tell me about their life. Yeah. But like I'll do it to an extent that it's like, OK, bitch, like relax. <laughs> But I <laughs> so like sometimes I'll have to be like, oh, like right now they need support. They don't need connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have to like, you know, because, you know, say you're talking to me about getting like cheated on or something. I could be like, oh, I've been cheated on, too. Or I can say, what do you need right now? And you I know think what I mean? that that's I, important to find a balance. Yeah. And it's you have to be able to kind of be because able to I tell. do like to feel that people can relate to what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. but I don't like to feel. And I think how she felt was it was like a trauma almost like a trauma war like i've been through it too oh, which was yeah. never my intent like i would never oh, yeah, ever want to compare trauma and now that i'm older i actually feel bad for cutting off that friend because now i look back and it's like oh it wasn't that she serious. was kind of right yeah it, it was wasn't like, that serious and I that's do it, how and I, I do it too so i'm a piece of shit i feel like that is like um the first time i was able to accept criticism and really move on from it and it was such a weird defining moment because i was like wow i have been kind of gaslighting my friends into thinking that i'm always right and they're always wrong and that was something i suffered with a lot not suffered with they suffered with yeah i dealt with a lot was like why do my friends tell me these things i'm not even doing because i was mocking behavior i saw in the home and it was yeah. mocking behavior that i treated or had been treated like well one thing that i do that my boyfriend actually had to tell me that I'm the, like the only person he knows that does this. I thought this was so normal. <laughs> but when people would give me criticism, like I could actually give you an example right now. When we were starting, before we were starting the podcast, my mom was actually scared to tell me that I say like a lot, which I do. I feel like whatever. And 
when my boyfriend was actually the one who told me that she said that (laughs) and I was saying to my boyfriend I was like well I mean like I'm just a girl like that's what girls in our generation do or whatever and he was like see like she doesn't want you to argue with her and I'm like I'm not I wasn't my intention wasn't to argue it's just I'm stating my case Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's like I feel like a lot of people in my life have been scared to give me criticism because that's how I respond. Even though I'm not arguing, I just want to state my case. Like, even if I was dead ass wrong, I want to tell you why I was wrong, if that makes sense. And I don't know if that's just something my brain does. I think I've learned now that when I'm wrong, I just, I don't want to address it for too long. So I just say that I'm sorry and then I'll do better and then I'm over it. And I just don't want to continue on it. But I used to be an explainer to an extent where it was like, I almost started gaslighting people, it felt like. And I never wanted to be that person. Well, it's hard (laughs) too because a lot of times, you know, people say when you give too much detail that you're lying. Yes. And I always felt like people... But I know all the details! Right, and it's like, but I want to give you all the details because I feel like it's important, like, I guess. And, like, I always, I don't know, like, I definitely feel the gaslighting thing, like, not on purpose, but it just almost feels like that because I feel like I have to explain myself. I do think it's generational, too. Like, we get taught to do things by our parents, Mm -hmm. and that's their norm, or we get scared into doing things, and that becomes our norm, and then we do it in relationships and friendships a lot. Yeah, my mom definitely, like, is an over-explainer, too. Mm -hmm. And I notice when she does it, and I'll think to myself, like, you don't need to explain that. But then I'll also think to myself, oh, bitch, you do that all the time, too. I am the way where, you know my mom. My mom is, like, an older Italian lady. She loves mozzarella. (laughs) But she is, like, very blunt, very New York, just, like, she just is what she is. And... There, she has a stern bluntness about her mm-hmm. that is like, I don't need to fucking explain myself for anything. That's I did so what funny. I did. I said what I said. And that's that. And yeah. I grew up that way. And that's how I have transitioned into adulthood is like, even with I'm nervous for the first time someone tries to have a scandal with me because I'm not the type to come up and apologize for something I'm not fucking sorry for. So if I would accidentally hurt a marginalized community like the Italians who say Rakat and it was some giant thing online, I'm not fucking apologizing. No, me either. Because I said what I said I, and I'll say it again. Yeah, I'm <laughs> unless I'm dead ass wrong. No, no, no. Because some people just want you to apologize for shit that doesn't Well, then it's matter. disingenuine because what if I do do something that I'm sorry about? And then it's like, I've apologized for so many things that you know I'm not sorry for and now I'm actually sorry. You're not going to believe the time that I actually am sorry. What if I accidentally farted on a homeless guy? And it was like really mean of me to do that. And I'm actually sorry about it. What if that was actually really mean? But I had apologized to the <laughs> Italian community for saying that it's annoying when you say rakat. Then it's like, do you believe me anymore? Probably not. No. Not at all. Probably not. Not at all. So I won't apologize for things that I'm not sorry for. And I don't, and I, it is something that I have trouble, trouble with in a relationship because there are things they want to hear that I'm sorry about. Mm-hmm. They'll want to hear the I'm sorry just so that they can move forward. <laughs> my dad and I can't always swallow that. my pride a lot of the time and say sorry. No, it's very hard for me. So yeah. if I apologize, I'm dead I'm ass I'm dead ass serious. Because my dad, like when I used to get in trouble. <laughs> just say you're sorry. He'd be like, this whole time we've been talking about it, you didn't say you were sorry once. And I used to like still not say it because I'm not sorry and I'm not a liar. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a liar. I'm not going to say that I'm sorry for something I'm not sorry for. I And I don't want to also either do the thing where I say I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm not sorry for your feelings because that's, I hate when people do that to me. I like to say like. sorry what I did made you feel that way. Right. Or I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. But you can always follow that up with like it was my intention. But But I do not like when people are like, I'm sorry that you're angry at me. You aren't sorry for my feelings. You're, you should be sorry for what you did. Yeah. But if you're not sorry for what you did, say that and move on. And maybe we can be friends. Maybe we. I would can. respect you more if you just told stood me in what you did. You're not sorry. Yep. Like, stood in what you did. Yep. And I do. I do respect that about certain influencers. There are certain influencers who are like, I'm not gonna bother. Michaela Negro, for example. I don't agree with what she did, but I do think at least she stood in it. At least she yeah. was like, hey, you know what? I'm not fucking sorry. It was a 30k fucking check. You would do it too. And yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't do what she did. I wouldn't either. I, I'm very honest. It's not worth. It's not some worth things, the outcome. Some things aren't worth your reputation. No, but I do like that. She's like, I'm not going to apologize for something I'm not sorry for. Essentially, she's not right. sorry. Maybe a year down the line, she'll be sorry after some growth, and then right. she'll come out and be sorry. But if she's not sorry no, now, you shouldn't want to. I apology. respect it way more that she just let it rock. Like, I honestly, she didn't even lose any motion really i mean some I mean, people she's discredited part. now like people don't she don't find her credible but yeah. i do think that in a but way she still does good makeup people love the accent i don't know why but i think there's something about that that is almost counterintuitively honest like yeah i lied about the mascara but i'm not gonna lie about an apology so it's like you're a good person but you lied <laughs> it's yeah. like what i don't know it's a weird I don't know. 
dichotomy. With I my feel last, like what she. I, <laughs> with my favorite word last episode. It, I feel like. I don't know. I just feel like you can still appreciate her artistry and stuff like that. I appreciate her humor, her um, artistry. I like the character. Like, I just like her character. But I, I'm not going to go to her for, like, reviews. I'll go to someone that I know is tried and true. Or like I'll straight, just try it out like for Alyssa myself. Ashley. Shout out Alyssa the Ashley. The funniest thing is that I don't... This is something I want to talk about makeup-wise. I don't take reviews from pro makeup artists. I like to find out what regular women like day-to-day. Yes, absolutely. An older woman knows she's gone through it all. She's tried. What's worked for her Especially, for 30 years is going to work for it's you. It's so weird. I don't know if anybody else has noticed this. You have dry skin, so you might not like kind of relate to this. I get oily but in this. I have really, like, extremely oily skin. My skin is really oily. Um... And I feel like a lot of influencers have dry skin. Yeah. So it's really hard to find something that's going to work on. I think it could be on lights. And I'll. Well, that too. Also, wait, this is related, but not related. Everybody's talking about Meredith, like her, like all the pumps and the rubbing it into their face. Do y'all remember Sandra Deluxe? She was the one who started that. Yeah. That whole thing. And I feel also, like, like she's drag. not. She's not giving well, right? But she's Sandra Deluxe is not getting her flowers because everybody's Meredith Duxbury's trend or whatever. That's Sandra putting it in with her hand. That's that's Sandra completely yeah. all the way. I just wanted to give her her flowers real quick. <laughs> also, Alyssa Ashley, Jackie, I know. I love Alyssa Ashley so bad. Mm-hmm. I think I'm mutuals with her on TikTok. Her twin her Arnell so is bad. pregnant. I love them. Like love I, I am like over the moon. I don't even I know her. I think that <laughs> I follow. So I. I know there's this big thing going on online about like follow black creators because they're not getting pushed in the algorithm. I've been on that wave. I mean, I like I like to give flowers to women of color because they've transformed the community, the LGBTQ community and the people of color have transformed. And there was this queer people of color have shaped the beauty industry, beauty to be what it is now, everything. And I I think that um A big thing that I noticed was there's this trend going on where you put on eyeliner before bed, wash your face, and then it looks good on your eyes for there to be leftover eyeliner. Mm -hmm. Makes your eyes look darker. That is essentially what Middle Eastern women do with... Coal. Coal. Yeah. And so someone was like, give me the credit. I said that this was... I said to do this and no one's giving me credit for this. I'm like, but did you credit the community that started what you're like looking for? I learned in middle school that what coal was. Yeah, because I... We all know what it was because we all had the Egyptian unit. Come on now. Well, not even just that, but I was friends with a lot of um, Balkan women and a lot of like Turkish women. Mm-hmm. I've always been friends. I lived in government subsidized housing in upstate New York. And when these people come over to the States, they typically end up having to live in government subsidized housing at mm-hmm. first. And so my best friend, shout out to Greed, um, her mom and her all did that. I loved her. I love to greet. She's like the sweetest I human ever. Um, but I think that it's, I saw a point someone said, but you're not giving the original credit to the culture that started that look that you're going for. Right. It's like same thing goes for like, like cowboy caviar. It's just ceviche. Yeah, it's it's, it's just, that's it's. I think I think yeah, but it's the same thing. Like, or the girls in high school, the girls no in shrimp. middle school, like the Belkin girls and like the Middle Eastern women with very full eyebrows that got made fun of for having caterpillar eyebrows. And the thick brows were a thing. It's like thick feathered brows. Interesting, mm, isn't interesting. that interesting? But it's the same thing with like the duck nails now and the long curved nails. Like y'all were calling my friends ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like how about the bonnets that white women are y'all wearing? Y'all were TikTok? calling my friends ratchet. Do you remember? I do. Like um, what the fuck? There's you used this to make- one girl who talks about her bonnet on TikTok all the time, and a lot of people have this argument. You can wear a bonnet to bed because it's about hair safety, hair control. Right. Don't come trying to cosplay online with it on. Yeah. And then they'll post in the bonnet, like, which is unnecessary as fuck, especially if you know the outcome of that. I mean, I feel like it's It's just a, it's just a, yeah, Yeah. it's just, they're just trying to get reaction, which is clear. So that they can open the conversation of how is this appropriation? Why are you baiting black women all the time? Why do white women insist on baiting black women? To make the, to make black women look angry and like they're just like, like they're so crazy for being offended by it. But you were just calling them ratchet. Like, what the fuck? Word to Monique. Like, I hate that word. And I also get weary on talking about things like this because I'm not black. I don't know the experience of being black. I've only seen what I've seen through the friends that I've had and the relationships that I've been in. Mm -hmm. And so for me to talk on it, it does, it can feel like, 
this isn't my struggle. And mm-hmm. I'm going to leave that voice for the people who experience it. But I do feel like there is an importance of well, understanding and, and speaking about it. And sometimes white voices, well, a lot of the time, white voices are heard louder. Yeah. So, you know, maybe this is the first time that a lot of, I'm assuming a lot of our demographic is going to be young white girls. Cause, I, have a, I have a little bit of an older demographic. But well. for the most part, I feel like that's what it's going to be. So if this was the first time hearing that you shouldn't say those yeah. words, I'm happy to be that person for yep. you. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of it is just ignorance. Like, But I don't want to make it the only thing we talk about because ultimately it's not our experience. But we'll have black women on the podcast as yeah. guests who can talk about their experience if they feel that they want to. If they want to bring that message um, out. But I just, I don't know. I guess the point of this conversation is just that. To talk about it. So. Yeah. And I just feel like. I mean, it's kind of a heavy subject for our first episode, yeah. but honestly, I just kind of want to jump into this being as normal as possible. Yeah, this is I don't want to do. Talk about. I don't want to be um, do a job interview for the first. No, this podcast. is the stuff we talk this about. Is this, this is literally a normal conversation for us to have, like, yeah. with nobody watching. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that I'm very excited to be doing this with you guys. I'm so fucking excited to post this and for Me you guys too. to watch it. Um, I really hope you guys love it, and we're gonna have. So so much so more in store. Much more in store. There's stories that you guys have been begging for me to tell. Begging There's um, stories that she wants to give you like some extra insight on. I'm sure. I have so many stories. You guys have been like, tell me the story of the fake friend. Tell me this story. This story. I have so many stories that we're gonna touch on. Yeah, and we get are. To. So I'm and excited a lot of, to get yeah. into that. We're gonna do food reviews, Drunk, guests, drunk episodes, drunk episodes, high episodes, high. um, zoinked, um, zoinked in Minecraft episodes, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, but um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's the plan, and we have so many new segments to tell you. But this is our first little run at this, so hopefully you enjoy. It um, and there will be so much more to come. Yes, and, and this promise- will be a new set soon. We're gonna have like a week, and it'll be a new set. So. And I promise I won't argue with you if you have any criticism. Yeah, and if you guys uh, want to curse us out for something we said, do it. But don't be too. Oh mean. yeah, for sure. Please <laughs> don't make me please cry. Please don't send hate. Don't call me um, ugly. And also, stinky. I'm gonna give myself a little shameless plug here because I want to hit 200 yes. followers on TikTok. Follow so her on everything. Bad. Everything is Tegan Rose C. T E G A N R O S E C. Per. And per. I am Emily Maza E Maza Makeup by Maza. You guys know where I'm at, probably. If you don't, that is what it is. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. Everywhere you get your streaming. I think the YouTube will be the most fun, though. Everywhere you get your streaming, um, I do recommend video format. So if you like that, go to YouTube and we'll be there. Okay. okay. We love you guys already. Thank you so much for supporting us. And we will see you next <laughs> week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.